You know those entrepreneurs and digital nomads who are just constantly traveling the world? They have their laptop out on their, their little cafe table, and they're sitting by the beach or by the mountain. And do you really think they're actually successful with their business? Now, I know a lot of those people, and whether you think they are successful or not successful, you're actually right both ways. I know people that are very successful while they travel, and I know people that are just kind of doing it for the gram and fronting. And I can tell you, I have been both of those people too. I have gone on trips before and totally wasted my time. I've done the picture by the pool, by the ocean, and I actually wasted my time. But I've also been on many trips, actually way more trips, where I've done so very successfully, grown the business. And today's podcast is all about that. How can you focus while traveling so that you actually grow the business? We have Jack today, our content producer. My name is Max Miller. I'm the founder of Video Editing Experts. Jack, I think the biggest thing to reconcile with when we consider all these people traveling is you have to do the things that actually move your business forward. No matter what stage of business you're in, in the very beginning, you're doing all of the things to try to find what exactly is going to push the needle forward. And then once you understand what exactly out of the 100% of things that you're doing, maybe only 10% is actually necessary in moving the business forward. Once you find the most important task to do, the next thing is your business evolves. And then you're challenged with new problems, new ways to grow, new factors and new outside influences that you have to deal with as a business owner. And so when, when I think about these business owners going and traveling, the most important thing is in the very beginning, when I started my business, I knew that I had to do all of the things because a lot of them were not going to be necessary to, to run the business. And actually, Alex Ramosi just came out with a uh, great quote recently where he said something like, you have to be willing to look like an idiot for a long time so that you can learn what you actually need to be doing. Because the you today should be able to look at the past, the younger you, and be like, what an idiot, right? But that's a part of the process. It's part of the game of entrepreneurship, right? So, and in the beginning, I did not travel for years because I knew that I really needed to do all of the things where only a portion of were actually going to be necessary in growing the business. But then I was like, oh, sick. I know what exactly is going to push the company forward. So I'm just going to focus on those. And now I can go travel because instead of spending all my time doing all the things, I could just take a portion of my time to do the one thing that was super important. But then the kicker is that the business started to grow. It started to evolve. And so different things would come up and I didn't know how to handle them. So guess what I started doing? I had to do more things to understand how to accomplish, uh, get through that next scenario. So that's a big thing that we need to consider when, when you're looking at entrepreneurs who are traveling the world. They are at different stages of their career, of their journey through starting their business, getting it going and scaling their business. And so you might see someone take a photo of their laptop, but little do you know, they are either not putting enough work in to do all the things necessary, or they have put enough work in to do the things necessary. And now they're in just this like, hallelujah, you know, like timing. And they're like, oh, I know exactly. Coasting mode. Exactly. It is. It's a coasting mode. It's kind of like you're grinding, 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 working your way up the roller coaster. And then it's like, ah downhill momentum. You feel that and, and it's a big weight off of your shoulders, but then there's the next wave coming and you, you go through that next plateau going up, 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 up. And listen, man, I've, I've been through all of those different phases while traveling too. And I think that's just so damn important for people to consider. But I think we just hop right into the action steps. Like how do I, how do I focus? And I talk about this with my entrepreneur buddies too. And even like our clients, our big community of entrepreneurs, um, we've literally worked with hundreds of people. So I, hundreds of entrepreneurs. So I, I know these people very well and I know how they go about travel. And a lot of them will ask me this question, which is why I want to, uh, you know, do this podcast topic is like, how can we focus in the best way? Because a lot of them, including me have gone through experiences where you're like, I went on that trip and honestly, I didn't get enough done. 
my business actually lacked. And maybe I didn't feel it right there on the trip, but maybe it was the next month where your business is actually lagging a little bit. You're like, what the hell happened? Well, remember that last month where you took a week and went to the Bahamas or you went to, you know, Mexico and you kicked it back, put your feet up and drank margaritas for a little bit. That shit adds up. And that's not going to be felt in the moment. That's going to be felt a month or a couple months later. And that's so damn important just to, to realize. So, you know, just diving into focus steps right off the bat here, I think about number one, set one goal every single day. It has to be extremely clear. It has to be directly associated to what is actually going to be moving the needle forward for the business. And if you don't know what that is, don't go on the trip. Like I said, I'm just walking proof of this. You, you just can't. Like I couldn't. I Because if I went on that trip, I knew that the whole time I'd be like, I don't know exactly what's going to push the needle forward for my business. And that's going to be a, a hard trip to go through. So whether I'm spending time with family or spending time with you know, friends, loved ones, the whole time I'm going to be wondering like, oh, fuck, like I'm still trying to get this business going. If we're looking at the wave, that's you, you don't go on trips when you're going up the ladder, right? At least it's definitely not the beginning. I think that's important for people to realize too, because you know, you see all these Instagram influencers and people who are traveling and doing business, and, um, whether they're run, running successful businesses or not, who knows, but, um, it's a, it's very much like a personal thing like you have to know that you are comfortable going to you know france for two weeks and knowing that like okay i i know what i can do every day that will move the business forward but also won't take away from me being on vacation yeah and you only get that by getting your business to a certain point and i think a lot of people who are getting into entrepreneurship they see the laptop lifestyle and they're like oh i'm gonna start a business and just travel everywhere and it's like that's a great hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag yeah. laptop lifestyle. Oh my gosh, that sums all this up perfectly. At some point, you know, at some point, yeah, at some point you get to that point where, yeah, you can go travel for, you know, you could travel for a year um, and still run the business and not spend all day working, but still grow your business. But that only happens after that initial wave, right? Um, and I think timing trips or travel on these waves is an important thing to consider, right? Yeah. Like you, maybe you grind for 60 days, 90 days, whatever you want to do. And then you take a week and you kind of like, you know, work, you refine what you've done for the past two or three months, but you take a week where you're yeah. somewhere in the world traveling and, and still growing the business. Absolutely. And I think a part of that, Jack, is you're making me uh, kind of, it's great that we get to talk through these things because it makes me hone my thoughts and, and, you know, when you're in the moment, it's hard to explain, but when you look back, you know, hindsight is always 2020, meaning you can always look back in your past and be like, oh, of course this happened because of this reason, you know? And for example, one thing that's very clear to me is that the waves are not always perfectly height, uh, uh, not the exact same height every single time. You're not grinding for 10 units up and then going 10 units coasting down. It's sometimes it's 10 units up and then two steps down. And then all of a sudden the next challenge arises where one of your clients does something that needs extra attention, your, your industry changes, and you need to be aware of how AI is now being developed and, and growing within your, like, it's not always 10 up, 10 down. It's uh, oftentimes it's 10 up, two, three, maybe six down. And then you're on that grind mode back again, but not to say it can't go less than that. Like sometimes you, you just need to work on a quick project and then you're coasting again. And then all of a sudden it's four units up and then, 
you know, 10 units down and you're just like, well, sweet life is good right now. Um, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not just saying like, you need to be working to, to put your business into this stage of cruise control. That is that, listen, like I'm, I'm more competitive than that. I, I like, you know, for example, I'm on, I'm on the go right now and I'm, I'm traveling while we do this podcast very ironically, but, um, I, I think about my competitive nature. Like I, I just want to get after it. Even if, even if I'm not in that, um, that grind state where I need to be working, sometimes I just, I mean, I just love what I do. And I, I just like want to wake up that much earlier. I want to say no to like, for example, we're, we were traveling last, uh, we've been traveling and we're hanging out with like family and friends last night. We were playing like game night for a while. Like we were playing this really fun game. And there was a moment where I was just like, all right, I got to go to bed. First one to go to bed, kind of an embarrassing thing, but you just got to say no to things so that I could wake up early this morning. And just like, I wanted to get after it. I wanted to get after it more than I wanted to play the game. I'm doing it wrong. I still played the game. I laughed my ass off. It was so much fun, but there's some, certain things that you just got to say no to. Um, and, and again, as you're, you're talking about Jack is like this personal note, like have this personal awareness. So if you know that you want to get after it, be willing to say no. And if you know <laughs> that you're not good at saying no, position yourself to don't even say no, like don't even go in the first place, you know, like, like people understand. And if they don't understand, don't hang out with them. Like don't be with them, you know, or at least don't take their feedback that you, you got to do what you got to do to run your, 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 your baby, which is your business. That thing is living, it is breathing and it needs you. And I think that's another point to consider too, when thinking about travel is like, who are you traveling with and where are you going? Mm. Because who you're traveling with, if you're traveling with, you know, four entrepreneur buddies, you guys are all going to wake up and probably work until you go do activities. Yeah. It's funny. Just to add real quick, like there's entrepreneurs who are, and I, I've just been on many trips with different entrepreneurs. They sometimes it, it depends on the person. There's different types of entrepreneurs who are really into that, like grind that like hustle lifestyle, where if you're not hustling, like almost shame on you. And then there's the people who are like, no, we built this thing. Like we built this thing to, to let it run without us. Like why the heck would you be hustling? Right. And then there's the people in between. And I think I'm more in that in between stage where I'm like, no, I fucking like to get after it, but I also like to reap what I sow, uh, sowed. Right. So I think there is a little balance in there, but yeah, go for it. Sorry to interrupt. I just want yeah, to clarify uh, well, a little bit. No, I, I get what you're saying, but, um, I think I, I know for me personally, like I have friends and places that I know I would work less effectively in. And so if I'm planning on a, going on a trip with a certain group of people to a certain place, I'm going to understand that like, I'm not going to be the most effective person yeah. there and you have to like be okay with that. Right. Or not go on that trip. And then there are other places where it's like, I know I can spend a whole day working and I won't yeah. really care. Like if I really need to get some stuff done, that, that'll be fine. The people I'm with won't care. Yep. Like I, I can do this trip and still get a lot of work done. And I think you just have to understand those places and people. Yeah. And I think that's a great point, Jack, that we could just add to a little bit by saying, knowing when to say no, but also pushing yourself to say yes, um, given the right circumstances, given that personal awareness, self-awareness of where you are in the wave of your business, the current season of your business that you're in, where are you at? And sometimes just going and saying yes, like, you know what, like, I know I have shit to do, but I'm going to go and I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to save, I'm going to go to bed early, even though the others will stay up later. I'm going to wake up early and just fucking get after it. Like I'm going to get it done because I, and, and saying yes is, has just been a real breath of fresh air for, for me more recently because, because I, I, 
I'm in that in between stage where I'm not just like the hustle, hustle, hustle person. I'm also not just the no man, like you, you built this thing now enjoy. I'm somewhere in between. So I kind of like have to be very self-aware and like literally talk to myself sometimes about like, what do I want to do? And sometimes, sometimes I just need to like go out and get out. Sometimes I'm just like working too hard. I'm like, listen, man, like fucking go, go surf, go, go for a surf trip. Like recently I went to, um, the Dominican, um, and all by myself, solo surf trip where I was just like, I am stressed. I need to get out. And right now I can, I have the time and, and I'm in this season to go take this trip. Um, and while I, I was like kind of pulling myself back, I was like, no, I'm just going to fucking go. And it was a huge breath of fresh air that I really, I didn't even know how much I needed it until I went and, and I just did it. Um, but I think what you're talking about, Jack is what we're talking about is limiting your distractions, like not just limiting them, getting rid of distractions. You cannot be distracted when you work. I mean, that is just a working is hard enough. Like, especially when you're running a business that is hard enough. Stop adding another issue to the table. Stop adding an annoying friend or, or the friend who wants to party when you don't have the time to party right now, right? Stop adding these other things to your plate. You already have enough. And so when I think of no distractions, I think of like, find quiet, find quiet. Like I see that you're wearing noise canceling headphones right now. And I just have my my normal, you know, string <laughs> headphones on right now, but and noise canceling headphones just immediately take away so many distractions. No buses, no birds, no babies. Um, the three B's: buses, birds, and babies. Man, <laughs> they'll freaking get you. I'm serious. And then it take, it's just adding to your plate another thing to deal with, another thing to distract you with. Get rid of the distractions. You have to. You, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you could deal with it and then. You know, your, your work takes that much longer. Your mental strain is that much harder, right? You got to get rid of the noise. You know, the next thing that I think about is not just like dealing with noise, but dealing with Wi-Fi technical issues. Um, you know, if you go to a hotel or an Airbnb or whatever the case is, your, your grandma's house, how is your Wi-Fi, right? What is your Wi-Fi like? How strong is it? Is it reliable? Is it something that you don't even need to think about? Or is it something that you're going to be struggling with every single day, if not multiple times a day? That shit sucks. Everybody's dealt with it as a business owner. You need to look ahead. And and one thing that I do, um, whether I do this or maybe I get my fiance to do it, um, is we I always make sure that the Wi-Fi is strong. Like we're not gonna book a hotel room if the if the Wi-Fi is weak. That's not unacceptable. Like I just can't I can't be dealing with that. Unless I'm going to be hotspotting, but even hotspotting is a a freaking kind of it can be a nightmare to deal with. So recently I bought um or about a year ago, I bought Starlink which is Elon Musk's, uh, SpaceX, uh, developed what's called Starlink, which is a device, um, that literally connects to satellites from anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world. You can literally, and by the way, they have this for on the go. Like I have it just where I can put it in the back of my uh, SUV. If I want, um, you could have it for boats. You could have it for RVs. You could have it for even just at home. Uh, this Starlink planes. Do they have it for planes? I don't even know that. Yeah. Pretty. It's really expensive, but they do. <laughs> Starlink is an absolute game changer. Like it, it gives you the total reliability that we just have to have. Like when we live in a digital world, you, even if you're, I mean, even if you run a cafe shop, right. And you're, you're in-person brick and mortar cafe shop. Um, I don't, I guess they don't need to say cafe shop, just a cafe. If you have a cafe, you get the point. If you have a cafe and you're traveling, you still need to be able to check in to work. You still need to be able to do those things. Um, Starlink just gives all that reliability 
right there in front of you. And we actually just did a, a whole film on Starlink just to show the exact details of it. But I can't talk highly enough about it. There's one more thing um, that I'm just looking at my notes here. There's one more distraction that is so damn important to prep yourself for and mitigate, if not completely get rid of. The distraction of pain, physical, like physical pain. Noise is like mental, oh, fuck, you know, physical pain. If you're working on your laptop, laptop, laptop lifestyle, hashtag, um, <laughs> if you're working from your laptop for, I was going to say days, but even hours, and you're just hunched over looking at your laptop over and over and over again. You're, I mean, dude, your neck, your back, your lower back, especially guys typically have lower back problems. If you, if you don't have them yet, you're, you're going to at some point, especially, I don't care if you're 17, even when you're 17, 18 years old, if you're working from your laptop all for hours and hours and hours, you're going to feel some type of tightness and that's going to equ equate to some type of physical pain, right? Now, this is kind of like, oh, of course, Max, but the quick solution. Buy that, you know, I, I, I buy, I bought three things that I just use all the time on the go. I bought a laptop stand. So my laptop went from looking down to looking directly at as we're shooting right now. So my laptop's on a laptop stand. I have a keyboard and a mouse. That's it. I'm not like putting my hands up like this. I'm not doing one of these, like, like it almost looks like a dance move. Um, <laughs> You're not doing this. Right. I'm not hunched over. Dude. Like fix your posture. Don't be that crooked old man with a super hunched over back someday. Check yourself. And and in the short term too, don't have the distraction of like physical pain. Like, oh, fuck my neck. Laptop stand, keyboard, mouse. You're fucking Gucci. Good to go. Absolute, absolute. Something that we didn't, I think something that we, I'm just thinking about now when we're talking about setup is you almost need to like practice with your setup before you go and travel. Because if you're used to like sitting in your office where like your Wi-Fi is cranking, you've got your, you know, desktop monitors, but everything works perfectly. And you, and then you, you like buy a laptop stand keyboard and mouse on Amazon and you're just like, I'm going to go work. And you don't know how, like if you're used to working on, you know, three monitors editing videos and now you're working on like your tiny little laptop, like how is that going to factor into your workflow? Um, you know, buy all the stuff and then go sit at a coffee shop and be like, all right, how could I, if I'm in France at this coffee shop, like how, how is everything going to work together? How yeah. can I comfortably do all of this? Um, I don't know. I think that's just like a side note where like the stuff that like sounds good in theory, practice it, like apply it before you go and travel with it. Because also you might realize like, oh, I don't need this like crazy thing oh, that I bought. Great example. Cool. I have a great example for you, Jack. I went, I remember traveling for the first time and I totally ruined my work experience during that travel, at least for a day or like half a day. And and that's a, that's a lot of time. You can get a lot done in half a day. I don't take half a day lightly. Mouse. I, I travel with the mouse. Um, and I remember I bought the keyboard, bought the laptop stand, bought the mouse. But the one kicker is that the mouse has the little laser sensor to it. So problem is that if you're using a glass table if you're using any type of rough surface your mouse is going to be tweaking out and guess what your brain is going to be tweaking out i was absolutely tweaking out and and you know let's i mean we're, we're, let's just call a spade a spade is that a giant problem no it's a small problem but the problem a small problem distracts you from big things and that is something that i don't take lightly so you know i actually use um i, I kind of really like this i actually use my uh laptop um, case. And so I fold it out like this. I actually put the lap, uh, my iPad next to me. So on one side, please don't fall <laughs> on one side, I have my, my mouse that, uh, 
uh, oh, good idea. Like I, I put it on this side and then to the right, I have my iPad. So directly next to my iPad, I use, or to my mouse, I use my iPad. It's just the easiest damn thing in the world. And then I, of course I can flip it over and then use the keyboard if I want to, but yeah, nice little hack. So Jack, one more thing that was super important for me when I started traveling and honestly, I, I was failing. I was doing like the cute Instagram stories where I was like, oh, look at my laptop and my monitor with the snow-capped mountain or the beach, you know, next to it. One of the biggest things that I ran into issues wise was I still needed to do the things that all of the things that led me to the most important, the ones that would actually explode the business because they're all on all of the things that you do are on a very simple spectrum. You have one side of the spectrum. These tasks are going to explode the business into the next level or if not levels ahead of where you're currently at explosion. The, the other side of the spectrum is quite scary. The other side of the spectrum is what's going to ruin your business. These are the distracting tasks. These are the things that perhaps they're not, they're not even necessary. They're unnecessary. And you just think they're necessary. You have to do some of these things to realize that they are unnecessary. You have to do the things. Now, don't get me wrong. You can absolutely get a mentor, a coach, some type of guide, but your specific business and industry that you're in, as well as the timing of the industry is all going to be changing and you need to be able to deal with that. And, and that's something that not even a mentor or a coach can put in exact writing for you to do. You have to go about executing that, finalizing it, putting it into action. Even if you hired some agency to do it for you, they're not going to be able to do it at the level of expertise that you know you can provide given specific tasks. So if we have this spectrum of the tasks that explode the business and the tasks that ruin the business, you really need to be able to look at these and understand where is the line of like, out of all the things that I could be doing for the business, where is the line for what is necessary to grow the business? And that's going to come from you doing and learning. And then from those tasks that are absolutely most necessary, what is it that only you can do? Because the other tasks that other people can do can be delegated. And that was a goal that I had set forth after I started doing the things that anybody could do. I mean, I, at one point I was editing my own videos. I, th that is a Dude, that is a time suck. Editing video editing takes so damn long. And so as a video, you know, editing your videos or any, you know, any part of your business, you know, handling the accounting, handling the, the email management, client communication. Do you really need to be doing that? No, you could probably have some type of assistant that's going to handle those back and forth messages for you. And you handle on only the one question. What is it that only you can do? The time consuming tasks have to be delegated. And so after I learned that lesson the hard way, I started to do that. And any amount that I made, the profit from the business, as we talked about in the last episode, the profit from the business just allows you to reinvest back into the business, which is going to give you even more profit to reinvest back in, maybe to delegate the video editing first, because that is a huge time consuming test. I'm not saying that the problem of the business. Listen, if you want to work with us, cool. If you don't want to work with us, I don't care. My point is like delegate your damn tasks. You have to, what is it that only you can do? Yeah. And, and, and you only learn that through experience, right? Like there are certain things that every business owner knows they shouldn't be doing once they get to a certain point in business, but for every industry and niche, that's going to change a little bit. Um, and for every type of business owner, that's going to change a little bit. Oh, a lot, a, a lot. You know, I'm to, I want to make this more personal for, for the viewers, listeners. Um, because Jack, I think one thing that really comes to my mind is like place, like for just a hot second, visualize yourself on vacation, visualize yourself traveling. When you're in that travel mode, one thing that 
I kind of screwed up with in the very beginning. We, we, we already talked about the waves, but but I'm going to take it like one step further, which is this is something that I saw. I really have seen fr- close entrepreneur friends of mine deal with um, and even clients deal with. Just because you're an entrepreneur doesn't mean that you're doing the thing that you love to be doing. Doesn't mean that you're actually truly passionate about what you're doing. And that can lead to a type of resentment where you're on vacation, you're traveling, you're with friends, you're with family, you're by yourself. If you're having that internal conversation with yourself being like, oh, fuck, I gotta, I gotta work. I gotta get this thing done. And then I'll, and then I'll go ski and then I'll go snorkeling and then I'll, or, and then I'll go for a walk with my friends, right? Whatever it is, that type of resentment can be really, really toxic. And the, the thing about toxic activities is that they always start small. You're not going to get into a, a toxic activity. If it's like some massive thing, like doing meth, hopefully you don't do that. Like, right. You're like, no, that is a very toxic thing for my life. I'm not going to do that. You're going to get into toxic activities slowly, but surely. And that's how people ultimately get into these hard drugs. They started with a little drug, a little bit more, a little bit more intense, a little bit. And my point is if you have a business, a career that you're looking at and you currently have, and you don't really like it, you're thinking, I have to get that thing done. That is a little bit of toxicity entering your brain. And that shit will add up. Because then you're going to be like, ah, I got to work. And then I travel and then I can play, right? Now, don't get me wrong. You're talking to a fucking dude who loves to surf. I love to travel. I love to do things with friends and family. I even love to do things all by myself. Like I just said, I went to freaking the Dominican all by myself. I say these because there's going to be times where there are (laughs) six foot, eight foot offshore barrels coming onto the beach. And you're like, shit, I want to go surf, right? I know I got stuff to do. That's not what I'm talking about, right? I'm talking about where you're looking at your work and you're like, those are fucking to-do tasks. Those are those are things that I don't want to be doing, even if there wasn't offshore barrels or whatever your version of heaven looks like. For me, that is offshore glassy barrels where I can just get pitted all day long with me and my buds. <laughs> but re- for real, when you're looking at your work and you're thinking that's not what I really want to be doing. That's not leveraging my skills, leveraging my passion for what I ultimately want. A little bit of toxicity is going to enter your brain. And that is where you're going to have resentment. And that's really going to hurt. That's fucking. And I, I just say that because this podcast is all about creative entrepreneurship, not just entrepreneurship, getting into the game and making a buck, getting into the game creatively in a way that you look at your skills and you can, we call it creative entrepreneurship because you creatively take your skills and turn it into a profitable business your passion, things that you really care about. And that's where you get to enter this realm of, I want to work before I go surf. I want, I know that there are fucking bombing barrels out the back, but I want to, I want to work. I don't want to take away from the business. I love what I do. I love this thing. If you're not feeling that, if you're not feeling that you got to pivot, you got to fucking pivot, please. And I think the big kicker is like some folks listening are like, well, listen, like I have, I have a girlfriend, a wife, I have kids, I have you know, responsibilities. I have a mortgage. I have expenses. I hear you entirely. These are, these are life decisions that do not come easily. These are the hard talks that you have to have. You should bring your wife into this conversation. You should, you should bring your, if you, if you don't have a wife, you should bring your best friend into this conversation, but understand, does your best friend really want the best for you? Because sometimes you need to audit your best friend. Sometimes you're looking at your best friend and you're like, actually, they don't really want the best for me. I've been looking at this relationship. I know that we're, we're just kind of here. We're just kind of in the same place doing kind of the same thing. And that's why we're friends. 
No, you should be looking at people that really want the best for you and taking only their opinion. So that is that is something, you know, we could do a whole another podcast on that pivot. Um, and perhaps we should. Um, but man, take a hard look in the mirror. You know, don't just focus while traveling. Focus on the right things while traveling, both on a task basis as well as a macro passion basis. And I think that should be a good goal. I just kind of like, thinking about the conversation we've just had like if your goal is to travel make your goal to travel like figure out how you can build your business so that you can travel and like how how can you delegate the certain tasks like if traveling is a priority part of creative entrepreneurship is like building your life yeah. right like make travel the priority and like figure out how you can tailor your business to like allow travel Dude, I some people don't care about travel. Yep. I'm sorry, we have a little bit of lag going on here, so I don't mean to cut you off. Um, I have a perfect example for you and the and the and the listeners here. Um, I, a client of ours, his name's Eli. Who actually, Eli was not just a client of ours. He ultimately has become a friend of mine. And um, Eli is known as Eli, the travel guy, uh, where he has taken his love and his passion for traveling and turned it into this full time business where he actually makes pretty good money now. I'm pretty sure he's a seven figure entrepreneur. Um, it's sick. It's so cool. Like that is a great example of someone who made a huge switch. Maybe we should get him on the podcast at some point. But um, but Jack, I like it. Jack is not just saying that with, you know, woo woo, you know, ideation. Um, or and I'm not just saying this to be like tap into your passions and you're gonna love your life. I'm saying this fucking tactically. I'm saying like seriously, take the take a look. Seriously, have the conversation. Seriously, do the hard things. You fucking have to. Um, I'm getting fired up just thinking about it. But uh. But yeah, man. I know. On that note, I know a, uh, a a friend of mine is a you know the points guy type traveler. Um, gotcha. His forgetting what what his blog is called, but he was doing it like for fun. He would just like to travel, you know, hack credit card hacks, points, and all that kind of stuff. And he ultimately like took it full time. He's got a wife and a kid, and they just like travel all the time, like flying first class, right? All the fancy you know credit hacks, and um, perfect example. Yeah, like love to travel how do i turn it into a business I, I know some of these some of the folks listening to this are maybe considering what i would have been considering like if i was listening to us back in the day young max <laughs> listening to the creative entrepreneurship bod i would uh i would be thinking yeah but i i don't want to have a travel business i love to travel but i don't necessarily want to have a travel business dude totally cool like look at me like i'm just walking proof of this stuff um i, I have a marketing company if you want to generalize it right it, you can have other things, um, but I think your point of like structure your business to allow you to travel is so important to understand. Like the angle in which you do structure your business might be structuring your business um, that's creating an offer within travel, or just the time and location freedom to travel, um, which is extremely extremely important. Not to mention financial freedom, of course. But like financial freedom would mean that you can actually pay for the travels and the epic trips that you want to take but the time and, and location freedom. For example, I was originally the guy going all throughout the United States, like shooting people in person uh, with a camera. <laughs> uh, you know, like I was, I was a videographer. As a videographer, I, was, I had to be hands-on. Now, it was a pretty glorious moment where I realized that the video editing was something I could teach people how to shoot their own videos and they just send the files over. But you, there's so many other avenues that you can go down like listen if you want to get into video editing and have your own video editing business get ready to 
play with the big dogs. I'm fucking coming for you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, I will wreck your business. Um, <laughs> um, just a little competitive. Um, but there's so many, so many avenues. I mean, you could get into you get into advertising or totally totally different than marketing. You could get into um, sustainability. You could get into consulting. You could get into um, cooking recipes, uh, digital, um, uh, grocery orders. Like there are so many ways to creatively take your skills and your passions, turn it into a more profitable business. If that's you, one call to action, subscribe to the pod, follow along. If you haven't subscribed, follow. If you have subscribed, consider sending it to a bud who might want to watch this and, and needs to focus while traveling. Maybe he's that guy who gets a little too distracted, right? Uh, you know, if, if you're subscribed to the pod, sweet, send it to a friend. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button, uh, coming at you every single week with new episodes. My name is Max Miller. We got Jack. See you next time.